Hello, welcome to I Love Rock and Roll. I'm Ken Krantz. And I'm Chip Chantry. Hello, Ken. What's going on, Chip? Um, not much. I, I'm ready to really dive into today's episode. It's, I think, I think there's some controversy. I think we're going to cause some controversy, but I think we're going to get it straight by the end. I hope so. Yeah. Um, why don't you introduce our guest? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a Philadelphia comedian by way of the great city of Los Angeles, California. He's coming to us from the West Coast bright and early uh, on, on the West Coast. Uh, he's, a, he's a very funny stand-up comedian. You may have heard, heard his album, Delicious Mistake. And he has a great podcast called Have You Heard This? All about stand-up comedy. And he stands at about seven foot five feet tall. The one and only, the very attractive, Mr. Aaron Herzog. How are you, buddy? I'm I'm doing great. I don't know if I can live up to that to that intro, specifically the height part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're close. You, what are you? What are you? Six seven? You know, you missed you missed by about a foot. I'm about what? six five. So about six five. Okay. Yeah. If I yeah. put on some if I put on some performing uh, platform shoes. Yeah. Little goldfish in the heel. But yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to rant about a list early in the morning. <laughs> Who doesn't right. like waking up Did early this, to yell say, about a list? Right, right. Now, uh, do you want to tell us about the list, Ken? We are looking at uh, Rolling Stone just put out their list of the 200 greatest singers. Um, yep. It is, and it, it is a list that, like uh, most things Rolling Stone does these days, seems to have caused a lot of outrage. And mm-hmm. um, when I say because outrage, there's nothing else in the world that it, everything else in the world is going great, so there should be something that people can complain about. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. With the state of the world, uh, <laughs> it's so good these days. We we do need yeah. we do need a little anger. In our lives. Uh, And by the way, when I say outrage, I mean like I found four or five people on YouTube bitching about it. That that to me is internet. That That, that counts counts for widespread outrage. (laughs) So let me read real quickly in this article. People, if you want to play along at home, you can just go to Rolling Stone, look up 200 best singers. Uh, Basically, the way that they said that this went down. They say, in all cases, what mattered most was originality, influence, the depth of an artist's catalog, and the breadth of their musical legacy. A voice can be gorgeous, like Mariah Carey's, rugged like Toots Hibbert's, uh, understated like Willie Nelson's, slippery and sumptuous like D'Angelo's, or bracing like Bob Dylan's. But in the end, the singer behind it, the singers behind it are here for one reason. They can remake the world just by opening their mouths. So it's not like, so, you know, of course, like Dylan, for example, Bob Dylan is listed pretty high up, which obviously he doesn't have the best voice in the world, but he's got a clearly original uh, take on it. Very moving voice that has been, you know, copied over the years. So that's what we're, that's what we're dealing with. They, they also changed their voting process. So this is an update of a list that they did in 2008 uh, where they had a lot of musicians uh, do the voting. And what ended up happening was um, uh, you got a lot of classic rock singers on the list 
mostly from the 60s and 70s. So uh-huh. they, I, I guess, in an effort to diversify the list, they, um, the new list, they did all with their own staff and uh, key contributors. And um, they were going for, uh, I think, like a more worldly view. So there, there's a lot right. of, there's a lot of singers from different countries on this list that I've never heard of. Right, right. And so just by that criteria, Ken, they're no good if you've never heard of them. Yes. Is what you're what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that they're garbage unless you, Ken Krantz. <laughs> if if I haven't, I don't care if you're Egypt's biggest pop star. If I don't sure. know your music, uh, you're, you, you're, you, you you're suck. Trash. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, Aaron, what was your what was your take on the list when you when you looked at it? I'm I'm glad you asked, Chip. I'm a big I'm a big list guy. I take lists very seriously. As you should. I make lists to prepare for my lists. I'm okay. a big fan of rubrics. Yes. Uh, I rank based on one to five a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Joe just, List is your favorite comedian. Yeah, Joe List is my favorite <laughs> comedian. Right. Uh, the uh, I keep, what uh, what are some other lists? Schindler's List favorite movie. Sure. Um, it's very moving and it is very serious. I take, I take all lists as seriously as Spielberg took Schindler's list. Okay. So, uh, I, think, so yeah, I, I think that gives the, the listeners a little bit of a, an idea, but I think this list, it's, it doesn't explain, it doesn't explain at all how they picked the singers. They're like, it's not voices. It's not our greatest voices list. It's not the greatest performers list. It's not the greatest artists list. It's just the greatest singers list. And it's like, it gives this very nebulous, uh, not precise Mm. way of saying how they, how they chose it. Yeah. I want to know more about the voting process. I want to know more about how they picked these people. Did Mm. they just give all of their writers and contributors like a piece of paper and say, give us, a hundred singers, give us 50 singers. And then there's no point method. There's no explanation. And it results in a, a big steaming pile of mess. Right. Right. That is the result. I, I did learn that apparently what they did was they had every staff member, a contributor make their own top 10. And then they had a giant jar of jelly beans in the break room. And you would have to guess the amount of jelly beans, whoever got closest their list got weighted 50% and then everybody else's got listed 50% t- t- total. So okay. if you if you were closest to guessing the right amount of jelly beans, you had the most sway over this list, which I think yeah. is only fair. Yeah, and somebody knew that like mathematical trick to being able to to guess the jelly beans in the jar. Absolutely. Like the, you know, the person who gamed the price is right or mm-hmm. pressure luck. Yeah, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> Wait, uh, there real, were a couple. There were a couple of whammies on this list, though. I will say that. Real, real quick before uh, before we start, can I just tell you my favorite list joke? Yes. That I just remembered. I was working with um, Bobby Slayton once. I don't know if you uh, know the name Bobby Slayton. Sure. Great stand-up comics. Been doing it forever. But I believe he, he's the pitbull of comedy. Pit he's bull, the pitbull of comedy. The pitbull of comedy. Um. But I'm working with him. Uh, by the way, I, I should say, for those of you who know, uh, Aaron Hertog is the golden retriever of comedy. 
Oh, well, that's you. I've always that heard the name. Yeah, yeah he's, that he's, was you. He's, he's very smart, very pleasant. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I'm going to die young. <laughs> yes. Yeah. A lot of uh, incest in his, a mm-hmm. lot of inbreeding in his family. Yes. yes. Moms have pictures of me in their kitchens. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and he is very good at basketball. So <laughs> just yet another reason why he's just like a golden retriever. Uh, so um, Bobby Slayton tells this story about how um, this was years ago, but his wife had just passed away. And uh, he's telling this story about how she's on her deathbed and she says to him, um, before before I go, there's two things that I want you to promise me. And he says, what? And she says, uh, promise me that you'll never forget me and promise that you will always take care of our kids. And Bobby Slayton says, still with the lists. that's incredible that's the only list joke i know but it's my favorite it's it's a good one it's a good one bobby slayton unfortunately uh was snubbed from this list the 200 greatest singers he's not on it he's apparently he's apparently not the pitbull of vocals as far as rolling stone is concerned should we go through like the top 2025 20, just to give people an idea just kind of run through them yeah let's, people let's like pull, yeah do do the top 25 you want to read okay. it chip yeah i'll go through it first of all I, I should say this not to jump too far ahead but um uh i will say that i'm gonna do 27 just because i feel like two good ones 27 is dolly parton 26 is paul mccartney okay okay so that's what we're dealing with there then now the top 25 Mary J. Blige at 25, George Jones at 24, Smokey Robinson, 23, 22 is Adele, 21, Nina Simone, 20, Marvin Gaye, 19, Old Blue Eyes, Frank Sinatra, uh, 18, uh, Celia Cruz. Yeah, see, I don't know who that is. She's from another country. Right, right. So, uh uh, 17, you may have heard of Elvis Presley. I think I've heard of him. Number six, Prince Rogers Nelson. Prince. That's his name, right? Prince Rogers Nelson. I think that's what it is, right? Prince. Uh, D- Dylan in, Dylan sliding in 15. So again, like Bob Dylan, not the greatest singer, but uh, just such a memorable, obviously iconic singer. So, you know, that's why he's on that list. 14, Freddie Mercury. 13, Decline. 12, John Lennon, 11, Little Richard, 10, Al Green, 9, Otis Redding, 8, Beyonce, 7, Stevie Wonder, 6, Ray Charles, 5, Mariah Carey, 4, Billie Holiday, 3, Sam Cooke, number 2, Whitney Houston. And I think we can all guess who number 1 is if you're playing at home. Who is that one that we've left out that should be number one, which I have no arguments against. I, I think it's a, it's, it's pretty obvious. Aretha Franklin at number one. So that that's your top uh, 25 or so. Okay. So that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. So right off the bat, is there anybody <laughs> in here that you think shouldn't be in here? Ooh, too my- high, too low. 
my issue with the top 25 is that you could tell that the criteria for the list is all over the place just by the order and the top 25 itself. Cause like some of it is based on voice. Some of it is based on kind of like more of the other criteria, like their influence, their breadth of work, their song catalog. And it's well, like and none of you, it, none of it at- makes sense in how it's ranked. It's, it's interesting. I would be very interested to see how they waited it because it's like somebody like Dylan, who was what, 16 or something like that? 13. I forget what. Anyway, he's 15. Yeah, 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He obviously doesn't have the best voice, but look at the depth of what he has. Mm-hmm. Look at how influential he was and how iconic that and, you know, unique and original that voice is. So it's obviously that, you know, there's many there's some sort styles. of styles. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. That's what I really, I just want to know what the algorithm is how do you guys uh like i think before we talk about our issues with the lists i'm sorry if i'm taking over uh no, it's my I, host thing coming in yeah. i would i want to know how you guys uh would choose your favorite singers what criteria you use how you kind of like what you factor in, how much you weight some certain things and then who maybe your top 3 singers are First of all, I would go by height. Okay. I think that's important. Yeah. So Chewbacca, your favorite voice of all time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I want to know yours. I'll tell you mine whenever you want. But yeah. I I, I, go ahead, think Ken. The, I think the way Rolling Stone did it, at least what they what they're claiming to do, like by going by originality and influence and breadth of work. Um, I think that's probably the right way to do it because there are some uh, great singers without great voices. You know, I think Bob Dylan being the most obvious one. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think they've got. I think they've got the right idea. It's just like you. I don't, and, and I don't have too much of a problem with. Uh, I don't have too much of a problem with the top twenty-five. Like there's. I think there's a couple very obvious glaring emissions, and I think mm-hmm. some of these people might be ranked too high and some not high enough. But overall, I don't I don't have a huge problem. Yeah, I like if we just go back to number one, for example. I mean, Aretha Franklin. Like, I I can can you guys argue anybody else in that spot? I I don't really think I can. Like, that's just I think she's fairly obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, Whitney Houston, Sam Cook, Billie Holiday. It's great. Mariah Carey. I will say I was surprised. So then you have they have Ray, which, which I always think is a little weird that they they threw Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder right next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought so, too. But that I was and I'm, I by the way, I don't want to I don't know a lot about her and her actual voice, but I was kind of surprised Beyonce was so high. She's eight. Yes. I was like, I, I don't I think yeah, that know. seems more like an overall career kind of thing, like a oh performer uh song hits, things right, like that, like, than like singer. And again, I I I'm this is fairly ignorant of me. Like I don't know I know I know single ladies, I know a couple other hits by her, but like I didn't know her as like a singer singer. It's like it's the whole package, the you know, dancing and the the you know, I heard her shows are amazing and uh I get I guess influential, but I didn't I was kind of shocked by by how high she was. 
Yeah, I was I was surprised at how high she. I mean, I know that she's a great singer. She's obviously one of the biggest stars on the planet. Absolutely. But yeah. I I don't understand all of the um all of the worship for her. Like, I would I, put Go ahead. I, and again, I, would I, and I don't know a lot of her music. Like maybe if I really sat down and listened to her I'd be like, yeah, this that's totally right, but I just don't yeah. know. I would understand if she was that high on like a greatest artists of all time. Yeah, list, sure. Based on like her yes. performing, her hits, her, you know, her influence, all of that. Here's what I think. I think putting Beyonce that high on a list is going to get people to talk about it yeah. uh, because she has such rabid fans. And then anyone who who says she doesn't belong that high on a list is going to get attacked by those rabid fans because they are like some of the most rabid fans on, on the internet. Yeah. So it's like something like that is like that's where I'm like, okay, this is for attention. Yeah. Like this is they're trying to create controversy they're, here by putting her this high. They might also be a little scared of the blowback <laughs> from her fans. They like, don't did you want. See? They don't want the smoke. They want to direct the smoke at people who say she doesn't belong right. that high on right. the list. Right, right. Like, did you see what happened? Like, poor Bonnie Raitt won the Grammy for uh, uh, Song of the Year over Beyonce the other night at the Grammys and Beyonce fans like took to the internet like freak first off I love that uh none of them know who Bonnie Raitt is so they think that's like they're like oh who is this nobody it's like who is this nobody that's been in the industry that's been in the (laughs) business for like what? It's right. like when for decades. It's like when Steely Dan won over Eminem, and everybody was like, "Who's Steely Dan?" Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is this? Who is this guy? Somebody did that with Paul McCartney too. Like when Paul he, McCartney yeah, with, that, didn't do that. I think that was Kanye. mostly jokes. I think that was a joke. Yeah. You I, think it was mostly jokes? All right. Yeah. I there were probably were people who knew Kanye and Rihanna, but didn't know paul mccartney yeah. but i think the like big ones that like blew up yeah where people were like can jokes. you believe this that was yeah, yeah. you got got chip mm-hmm. <laughs> i got got there i mean there are definitely young people who don't know who who paul yeah. mccartney is i remember sure. when i was a kid i put on a pair of like cir- circle sunglasses and my mom said you look like john lennon and i said who's john lemon but i was a little kid you know <laughs> yeah he was 17 you were 17 years old <laughs> I was. I was only seventeen. Who, who, who would you say? Uh, give me like one or two who you think is like a super glaring omission from the top ten or even the top twenty-five. Ooh, I will say. I, I will say this. I was glad to see Nina Simone at twenty, and I think she could be even higher. Yeah, I I was yeah. getting I was getting worried that she wouldn't be on the list. Like right. the further there were like a couple people I was like, "Ooh, I'm getting ready to put them on my snub list," and then they were like properly rated. Nina Simone was one of them. Muddy Waters was also another one. He was I, he was like 89 or something like that. He was in mm-hmm. in the top 100, and I was getting ready to be like, "Muddy Waters should be on this list." Yeah, yeah. To, How about you, Ken? To me, the most obvious snub is uh, Michael Jackson. How yeah, he's he like 86. Yeah, he's 86. he's 86. I thought that was crazy. Well, yeah. I think yeah. what they're doing is, you know, because hedge. Be, yeah, because <laughs> of uh because of his um uh legal troubles, you know. Why would happen? Oh, he uh 
he uh, apparently really parking tickets, parking tickets, right? <laughs> a lot of parking tickets. He really liked kids. I don't know if you ever okay. heard of that. I'll look, I'll look into it. Um, but I mean, yeah. So maybe that's a thing. Where so, they put, but they put, even, but they, even like, they even I, say on the list, they're like, you know, his his personal life makes it harder for us to enjoy his music. So they mm-hmm. put him at 86. But to me, like, that's just and I'm not even uh, I've never been a big Michael Jackson fan. Like off the wall to me was like, I, that was a great album and everything after that I could take or leave. I'm yeah, I'm kind of the same with with Michael Jackson. I was never like a huge Michael Jackson fan. But I think if you're going to put him on the list at all, then don't put him where you yeah, put right. him at 86. Right. Like he's got to be high. Like right. he's got to be higher. Like if you're going to put them all like here's somebody like uh, another guy who, uh, you know, tons of controversy, uh, a a criminal, but like they leave him off the list altogether. And it's R. Kelly. And he he wouldn't be he wouldn't be if it wasn't for his his, uh, you know, uh, terrible deeds and acts. Right. And then what makes his what makes his uh, his crimes worse? Well, because I guess, I guess he's convicted. still alive and they're more recently in the news yeah, I, and, and you don't have as many convicted. people. Yeah. You don't have as many people who like don't believe his guilt. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I agree. It's, it's like, and it's funny. I had, I have R Kelly on my list of snubs. Um, but yeah, it's like, if you're going to put him on then then put him on where he belongs. I, I also I, I thought Freddie Mercury uh, probably. I think he could have been top higher. ten. I, I was kind of shocked he wasn't in the top ten. Yeah, for for every reason that they list, there's yes, you know, for for power of voice, for influence, for breadth of work, there's absolutely no like, you know, yeah. was um. I'm interested. Did either of you look into the original list, the top 100 list that they were trying to like rectify by by redoing it because it was too skewed towards like artists of the 60s yeah, and 70s? Too, too many rock artists. I, you know what? I, I meant to and I just kind of ran out of time. I'm kind of just like scrolling through it right now. But it kicks off with Mary J. Blige at at 100. So she like barely made the list the first time mm-hmm. and and was top 25 the second. But here. Are, yeah, I have the top 10 right here if you want them. Oh, yeah. So give give us the top 10 for this that. Is the, so this is the greatest singers from, from 2008. 10, James Brown. 9, Stevie Wonder. 8, Otis Redding. 7, Bob Dylan. 6, Marvin Gaye. Five, John Lemon. Uh, four, Sam Cooke. Three, Elvis. Two, Ray Charles. And number one, still at number one, yeah. Aretha Franklin. Yeah. So, like, definitely some some movement there. Yeah, I think, but they, I think they had most of the, you know, it's, there, there's a difference. I, and, of course, I'm sure, like, the, from... 11 up through 100 is a lot different, but... Uh, I, I was, I was surprised... I was surprised Marvin Gaye wasn't top ten. Yeah, I was. I was kind of shocked by that. I have something here that I think can. This could be, Aaron. You may be on the last episode of this podcast. 
I'm going to say something right now. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to, again, it's kind of like Beyonce. I'm not saying that this artist does not deserve this, but I'm just questioning if they deserve it. I want Ken to defend this artist a little bit. I'm not talking about artistry. I'm not talking about songwriting. If we're talking about best singers, David Bowie was at 32. Should he be that high? Yeah, I, and again, I I'm just I'm just asking. Yes, I think I think Bowie. I don't even know if that was high enough. To be honest, I I would have. Okay, I really? Had, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't have had. I, I wouldn't have had him top ten, but sure. top twenty five. Yeah, and like if you I, if you I, say I, greatest artists of all time, singer, I can no, see I'm him talking greatest singers. High. Like go, greatest singers. Okay. go, yeah. go listen to Life on Mars. Like that dude mm-hmm. had listen. To, That's true. Listen to Under Pressure, where he holds his own against freddie mercury like i would have had freddie mercury like here's the three guys i would have had all within like five spots of each other yeah um uh freddie mercury bowie george michael george michael on this list land it's like in the 60s somewhere yeah he doesn't i think he's like 62 and that speaking speaking of 60s oh go ahead that just like that to me is way too low Yes. Way too low. Uh, I'm not even a huge fan of this group. I mean, I respect them, but I was kind of surprised. Robert Plant was at 63. Yeah. I thought he would have been higher. Yes. They they clearly, they, um, they seem like they're making a very obvious movement to, to push rock singers further down. Further down. Like yeah. I, because even Jagger, Jagger was fifty-two, and uh, I, I will say I was kind of sh- surprised by this. James Brown was forty-four. Yeah, I would have seen seen him higher. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You said he was top ten on the original hundred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who are your your own personal favorite? Um, and I guess favorite is also different than best. But who are who are your personal favorite? I don't know five or so singers. I mean, and, it, and it's hard because, like, I love, you know, like, I'll throw, I have no question Aretha Franklin should be number one, but she's, and I love her, but it's like, I, I also don't listen to her a but lot. But she's so not your favorite. Yeah, favorite is different right. than who you think are the mm-hmm. best. Because I think, like, your own personal taste comes in, when you're picking your favorite, like, taste comes in a little bit more than than best. But, yeah, you can you can give me, like, what you think of as as best slash favorite or, you know, mix of both. I would That's say hard. for me, like my my Mount Rushmore would be uh, Bowie, Jagger, Iggy Pop, and probably Joe Strummer. So Ooh. is that on is that on singers or just like artists? And that's on art, like that's on singer. That that's who I yeah. oh actually just on singers. Just like no, that's probably the, more artists. Fuck yeah, because uh, I yeah, probably so, I probably have Bob, so I, if for singers I probably have, it took me a long time to come around to Bob Dylan, but then once I did, I was like, oh, this this is one of the best singers. Like he could have been a really good stand up comedian with yeah. his timing I, and his phrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's what that guy does. You don't hear too many people yeah he puts yeah puts a lot of like feeling into it he's not just yeah like hitting the notes is part of it but like putting like feeling and and soul and everything into the and also being able to like perform in like various ways yeah 
I don't know who who would who would you say yours are. I think my my top three, and yeah, I think I think my top three are Sam Cooke, Freddie Mercury, and Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like outside of that, and and those are definitely based on like just singing voices because they're not my favorite artists. Yeah. You know, Queen mm-hmm. comes close. I love listening to Sam Cooke. Otis Redding is someone I'll listen to from time to time, but like, you know, I wouldn't, you know, like Sam Cooke and, and Queen are probably like close to my favorite artist list, but that's more based on pure singing than like overall musicality, yeah. even though that's, yeah. Um, I was, I was surprised that they put as many punk singers as they did on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was like pleasantly surprised to see Courtney love on the list. Cause I, I don't think that's somebody that ever got, uh, you know, it was like the train wreck that was her life sort of, uh, overshadowed the work, but, but she, she sang her ass off on those first couple whole records. um, I was surprised to see that they put Iggy on the list. I mean, you know, it was like 180 something, but um I I didn't think they would get that right. Mm-hmm. But they uh, got, one of my they got like Debbie my, Harry on the list, you know, like mm-hmm. like punk was represented and I, yeah. I I I never thought of Debbie Harry like she was a they're a great band, but I never thought of her as like a particularly great singer. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites, and I get why he's lower. I think he could have been higher, but Jeff Buckley was 131. Mm -hmm. And just with what he could do, I think he would be a lot higher had he not died when he was 29 or whatever. Yeah. That was, yeah. But I thought, um, I will say, and, and this goes back to sort of one of my favorites, at least when I was a teenager, but Eddie Vedder was 105. Yeah. I could see him higher just because I think he's got a great voice and, I think he was super he's been super influential over the last 30 years too. Yes. There I wonder was, how much how much live performance versus recorded comes into play when mm-hmm. they're when they're doing this as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't you know that's a good question because like I saw um like Chris Cornell is like number 80. Yeah. And if you've ever seen that guy live it's uh that voice is it's a monster it's such a powerhouse voice and i'm like i think you could make the argument chris cornell top 25 i think he he could definitely be a lot higher yeah Uh, i was a little surprised that um maybe not i don't know maybe it's just musicianship but marley was 98 i could see marley being higher but like he also doesn't have i don't know about like I do like the I do like the idea of and they touch on this a little bit in the intro of like how you use your voice as an instrument mm-hmm. in terms of like singing, you know, that like I think that comes into comes into play a lot. Like, I don't know how it's like, you know, it mixes with the music and how powerful you use it and, and mm-hmm. things like that. But um. 
Yeah. I, I, I will say I was happy. Uh, you know, you talk about Ken and there's a, there's a bunch of people that I never heard of, you know, like international stars that I don't know anything about. I will say Nusrat Fatah Ali Khan was 91. And I don't know if you know, he's pa- he was a Pakistani singer. He died years ago, but uh, the dude has just pipes that are crazy. And it, it said in the, in the little blurb about him, like, he actually, because he recorded with Peter Gabriel and like on Peter Gabriel's label, Madonna and Eddie Vedder were both big fans. And like I, re- they mentioned this too, but I remember Jeff Buckley, like in some of his live recordings, would credit Nusrat Fatah Ali Khan. He, he literally called him. He's like, he's my Elvis, and they, they said that in the thing. And that dude has like the craziest voice I've ever heard in my life. So if you ever checked him out, definitely, like he definitely belongs on that list. Um. Yeah, there, there was, it, it was, I, I, I would say, so out of 200, I would say there was maybe close to 20 names, uh, just people I, I never heard. I also thought there was like entire uh, eras of music that were left out of this. Like there was yeah. none of, um, there was very little representation for the early 2000s mm-hmm. rock revival. Mm-hmm. And uh, Britpop, like, yeah. How is Liam Gallagher not on this list? Yeah, that dude had such a fucking amazing voice that he would just stand on stage with his hands behind his back, like <laughs> anchored in one spot, like no running around, no making a show, and you still couldn't take your eyes off him because the voice was that powerful. Yeah. And it's like you're telling me Oasis didn't have uh, a a good enough collection of songs that I Yeah, um, no, I totally agree. And uh, speaking of the, of the Brits, say what you will about this guy. I, Sting wasn't on the list, was he? Sting wasn't on the list. No Peter Gabriel. Yeah. No. No Phil Collins. Phil Collins kind of bothered me that he um, wasn't on the list. Richard yeah. Ashcroft. I don't know if you're familiar with Richard Ashcroft from The Verve. Yeah, um, I like not well. Yeah, they they have one album, Urban Hymns, with, with that mm-hmm. famous song, Bittersweet, Bittersweet Symphony, that everyone yeah. knows. That album is, I think, one of the best albums of that era. That's that's pretty close to a perfect rock album. But if yeah. you listen to his solo work, also like that dude has one of the best voices of all time and it's mm-hmm. like critics every time he puts something out critics are raving about his voice yeah. and um he wasn't on it. alex turner from arctic monkeys wasn't on this uh all right i'm gonna throw some names at you tell me tell me just like yes or no if you think they belong these, these are yeah. these are who i put down as the snubs the snubs oh yeah i've got my snubs list all right too. so we said uh peter gabriel for collins sting which no jack white um that's interesting yeah. which i look i guess it's debatable but because he's he known for the guitar yeah but yeah the guy can sing don henley is not on this list yeah he was on the original 100. I'm, well, I you, bet from I bet my most, scrolling. Yeah, I yeah. bet I bet most of these people were on the original 100, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, they saw well, Jack White. Didn't he make like the top five in their greatest guitar players of all times list? Yeah. And that was the big controversy oh. because yeah, so <laughs> maybe they... it was like early 2000s, I think. Uh, and he was like 
named like i think he came in like five or six of my greatest guitar and people flipped out because yeah. jack white was that high yeah well i mean he you know he probably ended up proving him right though to, to yeah i mean he is yeah. he's a legit guitar hero um chris robinson i i feel he, like the guy he chris robinson's one of my like i didn't list my he's favorite a great singer yes yeah. he's, he's one of my favorites singer. and he goes along in that that vein of him, Janis Joplin, uh, trying to think of a couple others that just have that gravelly voice that yeah. is just that's that's so powerful. Yes. Yeah. Um Scott Weiland. Mm. Uh Dave Grohl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't For think breadth about breadth of it, work. He's got it, he's, you know, he's definitely yeah. Uh, Rick Ocasek. I don't know. I love the car. The cars are I, my favorite band. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, they've they've got they were original. They have incredible songs. I just I don't know if people thought of him as a great singer, but I thought he sang those songs great. So yeah, yeah. um, it's but it's it's also not a lot of like vocal gymnastics to do those songs. No. Maybe that's part of it. Like he's no. he stays in the pocket and he's he does what he does. And he's great, but yeah. Um, yeah. Sebastian Bach, mm -hmm. and I'm not even like a Skid Row fan, but that dude had uh like a fucking crazy good voice. Yeah. Um, Mike Patton. Awesome. I was thinking about him for Faith No More. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's no Roger Waters, but I feel like they might be punishing him uh for being a garbage piece of shit human being. Um. No Ray Davies. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about the Kinks. I mean, yeah. the, the, that catalog is—it's—you can put that up against just about anybody. No yeah. Joey Ramone. No Elvis Costello. Oh yeah. This blew me away when I realized it. No Tom Petty. I had that. Uh, yeah, he's on too. my. I was kind yeah. of. I wonder if Bob Dylan being so high takes his play. You know what I mean? Like he kind of falls in that dylan range of like not the greatest singer kind of nasally and weird but is just so iconic and yeah. had such a breath of work um no david byrne yeah that's, yeah, I was thinking that's about another that one that i was he's 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 got a thing it's definitely not a strong voice but it's although it, it is it's unique it's, it's, and he's it's good, very unique yeah yeah and i love it i love david well with Burn. it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, this one I think is insane. Steven, you're telling me Steven Tyler is <laughs> Steven. Yep. <laughs> well, he was who like, I recently had some issues with some allegations yeah. from years ago, but I, I had him on that list. He's kind of in that Chris Robinson thing of the man's got pipes and can. He's really... barely on the, the original 100 list. I think he's like oh, really? 97 or something like that. Yeah. That, that oh, doesn't make I'm sense. surprised that dude. I mean, just dream on alone. You think would land him on the list. Yeah. yeah. Um, no Michael Hutchins, no Lane no. Staley. There's not a lot. I feel like there's not a lot of newer band, like newer rock represent, like no Brit Daniel, the dude from Spoon. Spoon, and yeah. He's, he's got one of the most distinct original voices, uh, yeah. I think, to come out of the last few years. Um, no Janet Jackson, no Nancy Wilson, no Chester yeah. Bennington. Yeah. Who who did you have on your? Um, okay, and again, I might have missed them, so correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, no, James Taylor. 
No. Like that one kind of blew me away. Yeah. That I mean, is, James Taylor. Like I how, missed that. Like how? Yeah, could, I, yeah. I missed that too. Yeah. Along those same lines, I don't think Paul Simon was included. No. Taylor. I, I, I would take Taylor. No, the over only Simon. Taylor is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Annie Lennox. Oh yeah. What the fuck? Annie. Annie can sing. Um, this one. This one's kind of. Uh, I. I don't know, but. Uh, Jim Croce isn't on there. I love Jim Croce, and I think he had a distinctive voice. But I can see why he's not. Um, yeah. In this, in the same way, uh, it's and it gets made fun of a lot. But it was Michael McDonald on the list? No, it's funny. I almost put him on mine, and then I forgot. That, that guy. Yeah, he's a great and, singer. And then the two that really bugged me, and I, I think I don't think I missed it. Uh, Levi Stubbs from the Four Tops. Now I know they're more of a yeah. Uh, they're more of a, a a a group, you know, and it's you know it's the they're you know four part har- harmonies or whatever. But like that dude, can I mean they had uh uh from the Temptations on there, David not Eddie, Ruffin, not Andrew yeah. Kedder, not Eddie Kendricks, David but yeah, Ruffin. David Ruffin David was Ruffin. on there. David Ruffin, I, I yeah. thought Motown was. I was sort of surprised. I I thought they were a little underrepresented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really kind of surprised, but like. Levi Stubbs like is just it, it was incredible and then I think I was very upset about this and maybe it was the time and I know it's a little bit more of, of hip-hop rather than singing you know more like rap but uh the 1985 Chicago Bears Super Bowl <laughs> doesn't even get a nod just all of them does it yeah yeah them as a group uh, uh... the 1985 Chicago Bears were just a slap in the face, slap in the face to not be included on this list. Yeah, I that I that did not even occur to me to uh... nope. <laughs> Jim McMahon, Walter Payton, the the fridge, the fridge, yeah. the, fr- the fridge wasn't on this list. Come on, uh, Aaron, how about you? My my number one can't believe they're not on this list is Nat King Cole. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, because there are crooners. I was thinking about that. Like, yeah, there's. I mean, Frank is, Sinatra's is it considered on rock? It. Yes, Nat King Cole on. isn't. Nat Dean King Martin's Cole. not on it. No. Bing Crosby's not on it. You know, I went Bobby through Darren. my I went through my Christmas playlist, and I was like, yeah. I can't believe <laughs> yeah. all these people aren't on it. Dominic but, the donkey. Yeah, Dominic the Italian Chris. They they have a thing against Italians. That's what I think they do. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they they didn't like you said. I mean, Dean Martin, but. Yeah, uh, Nat King Cole was my King Cole like, is, absolutely yeah, like you can even Nat, you he, can even make the argument for Natalie Cole. Yeah, the yeah. sound the sound of his voice, the way he used it as an instrument, the way he performed, the way he could like like he's in like he acts in his song, the way he can like pause and like hold on a word and a line and like make you just like just like wait in anticipation for his next line like. Yeah. He's he's yeah. There's no and I mean the big one that everybody was talking about was Celine Dion. Celine Dion oh, wasn't yeah. on the list. Yeah, I mean she, <laughs> people that, got that, real it's like, mad what about you, that. What more do you want from like her voice, mm-hmm. her performance, live recorded? She's got hits. Yeah. Yeah. She what do they have against Celine? Millions. She's Canadian, maybe. Maybe it's Canadian. Because it doesn't say like the greatest singers of rock and roll. It doesn't. It Mm -hmm. just says singers. Yeah. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up. It are there uh people left off this list by the fact that they limited it to musical artists. 
there's no Broadway people. There's no uh, people they who sing they, they for said, their supper. Yeah, they said that um, Barbara Streisand was the only. Uh, they, there's a blurb in in Barbara Streisand's description where they're like, "Yeah, this is the only one who sings show tunes." Yeah, there they um, there was no. I think. What they no, said, Nathan Lane. Yeah, it was. It was. It's covering pop music, you know. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think that's why there's no op, there's no opera singers. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, like because you could yeah. have had uh, Pavarotti. Like Pavarotti. Right. Yeah. Placido Domingo. Yeah. Enrique so, Iglesias's dad, Julio. Weird, Weird Al. Weird Al, not on the list. No. Talk about breadth of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> versatility range <laughs> who's got more than old al yankovic by the way and we've mentioned this on the podcast but if, if you've never seen weird al live it's it is an experience and does it count if you just see him in a restaurant and not yes, in no, concert that, that counts yeah did you see, yeah did you see him at uh at sharky's or something like yeah, that no i saw him waiting to to pick up food at uh at sage vegan restaurant in ah, look at Sil- uh, echo park Los okay. Angeles. Nice. Um, I was surprised they had Tina Turner at fifty-five. Um, she she could be higher. I thought yeah, she, she I definitely. thought she could have been top ten, top twenty. Yeah. Um, the Celine Dion feels like a pretty obvious snub like people mm-hmm. did you see like people showed up outside her house to protest rule like like a pro, like when the list came out a protest formed over celine dion and i want to say she, does she suffer from that from that in excess syndrome that we've talked about before where now obviously she's been around forever but like i feel like her window of when she was really on top of the world was just a couple of years so like remember the NXS thing we talked about how they don't get respect and it was yeah. like because really it was like that there was like eight years that they were very popular and then I, I don't know maybe maybe that has something to do with it I don't know I mean she seems I'm listen I'm I'm not a fan of Celine Dion's music but if you've ever and she's such a tiny little uh, lady but when she opens her mouth and that voice comes out you're like holy shit yeah. Yeah, and she's got like, I mean, you know, she has the song from Titanic. It's like one of the biggest songs of all time. She's mm-hmm. got other hits, uh, uh, you know, and then she's got like the Vegas residency thing where she's mm-hmm. like a, a, a performer there. So it's not, I feel like she has longevity outside yeah, of just true. like having, you know, having like a specific window of time. Like that's why there's no like boy band guys on this list there i was right. surprised there there's a few k-pop artists mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna pretend like i know who they are but i was surprised to see there's like two or three and and i never thought of that music as um you never think you never think like of vocal boy bands for yeah you never think of them for their great singers do, do lists like this, do they make you want to go out and 
check out the artists on them that you don't that you don't know or do you just read the list and then you don't really give a shit no i do i i sit there with my phone and then uh if it's if it's a you know if it's a description of something that sounds like something i would like yeah i absolutely yeah. go check it out yeah that's what i do yeah especially like how chip was mentioning there's like an artist that's like influential on other artists that i like that right. i never heard of before and then it's like oh okay i, I would like to I would like to check this out. So it does do like a, a somewhat decent job of getting me interested in new music, which not much does at my advanced age. Right. Yeah. We should say Aaron is 72 years young. Yes. Now, um, I, I will say this is more specific, but I remember in 1999, Spin Magazine came out with an issue, the 90 greatest artists of the 90s. And, you know, so it was bands, artists, whatever. And like, that was my, I was just out of, I just graduated college and finally had some money where I could buy some more CDs because that's all I would spend my money on. And I went back and like picked up all of the stuff that I didn't know that well from the nineties. And like that, that list was like my Bible for the next and like totally changed how I listened to music. Like that's when I really got into built a spill and pavement and, you know, a couple of these, these artists that I, that I wasn't super aware of and really went through and like that, that list really changed. They became Pantheon chip chantry artists. Exactly. Yeah. Then that is why you got a um, bare naked ladies tattoo, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know, we, we were young once, you know, I was at the show, they were offering them and I was like, yeah, let me, uh, let me get a, a back tattoo that is uh, all of the lyrics to one week. <laughs> and not the word, not words, like picture depictions of each of the word of each of the words. Yeah. You should see my chicken of China, the Chinese chicken. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of <laughs> it, culturally it, insensitive. It is inappropriate these days, but it's the nineties guys. It was the nineties. I'll tell you this. I wasn't like a huge, like 90s rock listener in the nineties. Like when I was in like middle school and mm. high school and stuff, I was more of like a rap kid. Like I would listen to top 40 radio. You know, I kind of was like a kid who would like listen to the top 40 countdown, like yeah. almost every weekend. Sure. We know what you're um, talking about. Yeah. Uh, Divinals, Marcy Playground. We get yeah, it. Go of ahead. Of course. So, but now like when I hear 90s rock, it makes me so achingly nostalgic. I, like, I ache in my soul when I hear that music. It makes me so like sad about the fact that I'm not a teenager anymore. Do you, you want to make yourself cry? Listen to, even if you don't know them super well, listen to the Lemonheads It's a Shame About Ray album. And that you will be, if you are going through that. It just right has now, that feel of like being in like Not only is it one of my favorite albums of, of all time and one of the greatest albums. It's so 90s. You will be in the fetal position on the floor of your home listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that happens to to you fellas, but. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are as prone to depression as I am. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and the thing with me is uh, when I'm depressed, I want to make myself more depressed with, oh, mu yeah. with music. I don't know why uh -huh. that is. I don't know why I'm like, hey, let me try and dig something out that might pull me out of this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I was, yeah, 
I was talking about the same thing on uh, on my podcast with the very funny comedian Ryan Connor. We were talking about how people will go to a comedy show. Like some people think you can go to a comedy show to cheer yourself up and you can't. You have to already be in a good mood to enjoy comedy. And I made the I made the the comparison like, yeah, when you're sad, you put on sad music. You don't put on Weird Al. You don't try to like right. make yourself feel better. And with, I, like, I don't know why that is. I'm like, why do I which want is, to make Which is really funny. I, I was a... I was a very anxious kid, had anxiety issues that, you know, it's the 80s. So a lot of people didn't know, but I was like 10 maybe and going through a lot of like just anxiety stuff. And literally everyone around me would just be like, hey, listen to this song. It'll make you feel better. (laughs) And it was uh, Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy. (laughs) No, this is not making me feel better at all uh, uh, at it, all it's it really is way worse they're like that's all you have to do is you just have to don't just don't just worry <laughs> and then be happy oh, that's, that's all and it's like I, this song is making me feel so much worse about process. myself as it's, a 10 year old by the way i will say you know i think he gets maligned for that song bobby i have a friend who actually works for does like tech stuff for him and lived he lived in i don't know if he does anymore but he lived in the philadelphia area for for years and he still might bobby McFerrin. but that dude is like first of all an amazing singer and an amazing yeah like choir director and you know like arranger of music the dude mm-hmm. is like bobby McFerrin is like brilliant but as a 10 or so year old i did not need for people to be like oh. hey don't worry, be happy. That's it. Just made me way worse. Yeah, he is like a musical genius who is just known for this like silly pop that song that song. like has yeah. no like yeah that is really yeah. stupid. But yeah, it's like yeah, you want to hear somebody, you want to relate to someone when you're sad. You want the music to like make you know that someone else felt the same way that you feel right now. Yeah. And like you are like relating on like a soul level. You don't want someone condescendingly tell you just to put it out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. I want to listen to Nick Drake, not poison. (laughs) Do you, do do you guys have like a go-to depression song? Oh, wow. One that kind of makes me feel better. And it's just, it's more understated is, and we brought it up on the beastie boys episode, but, uh, I don't know by the Beastie Boys from Hello Nasty. Mm-hmm. It's MCA singing, and it doesn't sound anything like the Beastie Boys. And it's just, it's very meditative. I also listen to this, also make me feel better, but it just gets me in a weird headspace. Is one of my favorite bands is uh, Sigaros from Iceland. And like they definitely have like, it's a, it's a heavy kind of, you know, yeah. sound. How about you guys? I have, um, yeah, uh, Bob Dylan's got a song called uh, Standing in the Doorway. Mm-hmm. It's on the Time Out of Mind album. I think it's like eight or nine minutes long. It is as sad and haunting like a love song, like a breakup song that you'll ever hear. Yeah. When, when I'm, when I'm, yeah, that's my go to. I could listen to that two or three times in a row when I'm depressed. How about you, Aaron? You got it? I don't I don't think I have like a standard go-to. I think it changes based on like what I've what I've been listening to or like what what might be kind of like going on mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. By the way, Aaron, I wanted to say that um 
that observation that you just had about like you, you don't you have to be in a good mood to see stand up for it to yeah. work like that is as astute an observation <laughs> on stand up. I heard um I uh I was at an open mic a couple weeks ago just working on something new and I I took my um I took my girlfriend and her kids cuz they wanted to see what an open mic was like. And her How old are her kids? 16 and 11. Okay. And the 16 year old uh, is taking public speaking in high school and she's um she is she's like good at it. And they had yeah. to do one of their assignments was uh you had to do like a five minute stand up routine comedy. And she did pretty good at it. So then did she, she was, write it or like like somebody else's No, she 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 wrote it. Wrote it, okay. Um, yeah. I think it was like a funny story or something. Right. And um, so she wanted to see what an open mic was like. She was like, oh, maybe this is something I would like. So we went to see an open mic. And if you've never been to an open mic, I can't think of anything more depressing. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah. And when we finished, you know, when we were done, I asked her, I was like, so what do you think? Like, is, is this something that you think might interest you? And she said, Oh, absolutely not. I love myself way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's as brilliant an observation on stand up that you're yeah. ever going to hear. That's amazing. From a well, 16 year old. Uh, now that we've gotten everybody nice and depressed, uh, <laughs> is it time to go? I think it's, go, it's time to go. go cry now. Um. Yeah, I th I think I think we we said it all. So take that. I think we just take that. I think we had just stone. the right amount of outrage. Yeah. I think like just I think we were in the, the sweet spot of, you know, I think it was uh, righteous indignation. Yeah, I'm I am outraged over the I, the idea of lists and mm -hmm. what they try to do more than yeah. the list itself the content you know? yeah don't list. hate the player hate the game kind of mentality towards right right <laughs> speaking of hating the player uh aaron where can people go to hate you um people can hate me <laughs> online you know instagram <laughs> twitter at aaron herzog mm -hmm. um aaron is my website it's got links to other stuff that i do mm -hmm. um yeah my podcast is have you heard this I also have a Patreon so you can support and get bonus episodes of the podcast. Also, my stand-up comedy album. If you, if you want to get my stand-up comedy album, the best thing to do is to sign up at patreon.com slash Aaron Herzog. You get bonus podcasts and a uh, download of my stand-up comedy album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, buy the album. Don't be a yeah, cheap piece of shit it. and stream it. Buy yeah, don't it stream it. Yeah, yeah, purchase it. And don't purchase it from Apple. Purchase it directly from me. Yeah. He will come Purchase to your house it. and deliver a CD. Yeah. Just wait till you bump into him and then ask mm -hmm. him if he has a CD on him. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I'll burn you one quick with my yeah. portable <laughs> CD burner. <laughs> that was speaking of like the height of technology. I remember, and it wasn't too long ago. It was like 2009, 2010. I went to the tower theater in Philly to see the black crows, which I've seen. They've seen them like 10 times. They had a system where, they recorded the yep. show that you were just at and you would buy it ahead of time. And then at the end, they were quickly burning CDs and you could get, it was like a three CD set of the show 
or at least a two CD set. And my brother bought it. So we had to wait around for maybe like 10 minutes after the show. And then they <laughs> handed us the CDs uh, and we listened to the show that we were just at on the drive home. And we just thought it was the height of technology. I, it's so funny. I did the same thing. And I, I remember that. Yeah. Buying that. Yeah. I don't even know that I ever listened to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did think that was a, uh, uh, anything else for the good of the order, Kenneth? Uh, I think we did it justice. I th- no, I th- I think. Listen, we threw this together on the fly. Uh, we would this mm-hmm. would, this was supposed to be an R. Kelly episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it, our guest had to cancel last minute. So, Aaron, thank you for coming in on short notice. Yeah. Thanks for um, having me. Uh, and uh, that's it. You got you got any um you got any dates you want to plug chip uh just you know of course just find me at chip chantry on twitter and instagram and i'll update you uh update you there kenneth um you can uh you can come see me at the wine bar in the atlantic highlands it's a really nice venue on february 25th uh where's that uh in new jersey the atlantic highlands jersey shore Yep. I am with, uh, and these people have all been guests before, K.P. Burke, John Moses, Chris Covert, and, um, or you can see me with Rich Voss at the Beer Garden in Asbury Park on February 16th. All right. Um, well, I think we did it. Uh, so if you could go to uh, all of our socials and then go to rollingstone.com and uh, look at their 200 200- greatest singers list and get angry just like we do man let us know what you think yeah all right uh well i guess we did it we'll see you next week 